Hi, it's David the host, and you should know that I'm a big Paris Saint-Germain fan. This series of podcasts will give you the inside story on some of the key moments in the history of our great club. Paris est magique. This podcast breathes life into the history of PSG. Paris est magique. Magic as the story I'm going to tell you in this episode. Paris est magique is a Paris Saint-Germain podcast introduced by all Accord Live Limitless, the official principal partner. It's a winter break in the 1982-83 season. PSG are lagging behind, only seventh in the championship. In the top tier, they're faced with formidable competition. Nantes and their team of stars, including Jose Toure, Vahid Halidovic, and Maxime Bossis, Alain Gires' Bordeaux, Manuel Amoroso's AS Monaco, and even Auxerre, with their rising star, Jean-Marc Ferreri. After the Christmas period, a unique team-building exercise is awaiting the Paris Saint-Germain players prior to league fixtures restarting. President Francis Borelli gets creative, organizing what he calls football's first cruise. Paris Saint-Germain are invited aboard with a strong squad of players, including Batanay, Baratelli, Pilorget, Fernandez, Rochetel, Taleb, Susic, just to name a few. Guy Adam, the club's sporting coordinator, is also on the trip. It was an impressive communications operation. We needed to make a name for our club because, after all, we were founded in 1970. That was it. We were still young. 770 passengers are welcomed onto the long Azor cruise ship. On board, you can find average football fans and married couples on their honeymoon. For around 6,400 francs, the equivalent of over $1,000, they get to attend two games and sail for two weeks between Morocco, the Canary Islands, and Senegal, all in the company of the PSG squad. It's as if these days you found yourself on a boat with Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe and their families. Cruise organizer Gerard Lescourt looks back. We definitely saw a one-off opportunity to get the squad bonding in a new, unusual setting for a real change of scene. Honestly, the players accepted the idea in good humor and convinced that PSG was clearly a club like no other. Lemu, a club youth product, still remembers his surprise. Before getting on the boat, we've got no idea. We think we're going to be stopping somewhere every day, but not at all, in fact. Okay, it's a cruise. We're on our way. There are other people on the cruise, and we're on it. It's pretty unreal when you think about it. PSG captain Dominique Batanay makes the connection between the adventure and their unique president. Francis Borelli had this um, ability to carry everyone away in kindness. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, it's a humane thing. I think all the players, even the fans at the time, and everyone involved in the club all felt it. And um, everyone adapted well. It was something special because he wanted PSG to shine and be something different. It really was something unique. Before boarding the boat, the Parisians play Renaissance Sportive of Cetat in a friendly match, which they win 3-0. Then, the adventure begins. George Peroche's players board the cruise in Casablanca on January 2nd, 1983. Their families are invited along too. It's a first for the most of them, and there's a holiday atmosphere. Next stop, Senegal. Six days at sea are waiting for them. The Parisians train on the bridge in the middle of the tourists. I mean, picture the scene. You're on a cruise on the edge of a pool, sipping on a cocktail while Daleb and Sushic pass the ball back and forth. 
The Parisian coach is somewhat anxious, as striker Toko recalls. Honestly, it was ridiculous, because there wasn't even enough space to run on the boat. So we'd go down to the hold in groups of four or five and come back up. The training sessions consisted purely of that. I remember we must have lost about ten balls in the sea. It made for phony sessions, let's be honest. Peyroche started getting scared. He was flipping out because we weren't training properly. But Peyroche adapts, switching to plan B. Training ends up taking place in the hold. Empty squash courts are used for muscle training, one-on-ones, or football tennis. One match in particular stuck in the players' memories. In particular, Bubakar. Back then, whenever President Borelli saw a ball, he wanted to play. So the memory that most stuck with us from the boat was a tennis football match between Luis Fernandez and President Borelli. Luis was a guy who loved games too. There were side bets and all that. We were all watching. So half the team had bet on President Borelli and the others had backed Luis. So they played this football tennis match, best of three sets, and Luis Fernandez ends up winning. And that stuck with us because refereeing that game was a very difficult task. Luis was shouting, the president was shouting, everyone was shouting. So it really made for an unforgettable moment. On January 8th, the boat enters the port of Dakar in Senegal. Once on African soil, the Parisian club gets the measure of the excitement their arrival is causing. In the ranks is Taranga Lions star, Sar Boubacar. It left a big impression when we berthed with the ship. There were already a lot of fans in the port to welcome us. And to welcome me too, because, well, it was the first time I came back to Senegal with a big pro team. So there was also a sense of pride for the Senegalese to have one of their own among the PSG squad coming to his homeland. They welcomed us and accompanied us to the hotel. I got a psychological boost during the game too, as the coach had given me the armband. I was captaining the team out there, so I was superb on the pitch too. I really relished it. A stadium full to the rafters, an incredible atmosphere. When the referee whistles for the end of the game, the Senegalese Minister for Sports is satisfied with the spectacle and show, but not the goal to score. That means extra time will be necessary. Jean-Claude Lemoux tells us more. It was unbelievable, because the match played out, and then at the end it's 0-0. So the Senegalese ministers in attendance start saying, we need to play extra time, it's important for the supporters. Okay, we play the first half of extra time, then the second, and then we're ready to go to penalties. No, 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 you have to carry on, or there's going to be a riot. The fans are enjoying it too much to stop. Nearly two matches in total. It was comical. After that bizarre encounter, it's time to go home. George Perros confides having mixed feelings before the restart. According to him, it was too tiring, too much traveling, and not enough training. But Mustafa Daleb promises him a title. The conclusions aren't made at the end of the cruise, but rather at the end of the season. Once back in France, PSG get back into league action with a difficult away trip to Nancy that they win 3-2 before securing another victory at the Parc de Prance, this time 4-1 against Johnny Reps Saint-Étienne. 
La bonne reprise du championnat. The successful league restart put paid to any doubts which there may have been and even ended up building some serious momentum. Cette expédition, the trip, probably the only one of its kind in modern times, definitely has some unifying virtues around and within the club. Despite a frustrating quarterfinal elimination in Europe against Belgian side Vatuske, Toko's Paris stays afloat. After the winter break, we go on to have a much better second half of the season than the first. We end up third in the league and winning the French Cup on top. It was unthinkable. It just goes to show nothing is set in stone. For the second consecutive year, Paris Saint-Germain wins the French Cup against an FC Nantes side who have just been crowned champions. They win a crazy final, 3-2 in the dying moments. An achievement which concludes an unforgettable end to the season. Some will extol the virtues of the sea air. Paris et Magique is a Paris Saint-Germain podcast introduced by all. Accord Live Limitless, the official principal partner who guarantees the best prices for your hotel stays on all.com. Written by Melina Boati, narrated by David the Host, and produced by Baba Bem. This episode is dedicated to Gerard Lescour, the man behind this unique cruise who contributed so much to Paris Saint-Germain's history.